is a burning thing And it makes a fiery ring Well, just like in the movies, bad guys sometimes came to real Kansas towns. And when they did, the citizens needed to have a way to restrain these bad guys. Now, you're looking at one of two jails that were constructed by the town of Burlingame in the mid-1860s. It's the big wooden thing in front of you, in case you might miss it. Um, now, this, this, particular jail, <laughs> this particular jail um, wasn't, as far as we know, wasn't really used to house many vicious criminals. Um, more often, it was used to house Saturday night drunks who were hosed off in the morning and sent home. I hated that. <laughs> Have you spent any time in this jail, Blair? I'd rather not say. <laughs> okay. Well, the rifle that you're also looking at um, is a s part of a story about another bad guy in Kansas. And this is kind of a complicated tale. It's sort of a bad guy gone good gone bad tale. Um, very complicated. I have no idea why Hollywood didn't pick up on it at some point. But I think maybe perhaps it's too great of a story to be told in 50-minute B-Western. Um, this rifle was, owned, was presented to Henry Brown. Now, Henry Brown had ridden with Billy the Kid at one point in time, but when he drifted into Caldwell in about 1882, they hired him to be the assistant marshal. They promoted him quickly to the city marshal position and presented him with this rifle. He seemed to be settling down nicely into town life and even married a local girl in early 1884. He bought a house a few weeks later, and then, for whatever reason, um, the next month, he, his assistant marshal, and two cowboys decided to leave Caldwell and head over to Medicine Lodge, where they attempted to rob the bank there. Now, two employees were killed in that attempt. They didn't get any money. They must not have been very good at robbing banks. Not like Jesse James. Not like, yes. Um, maybe they claimed to be Jesse James. <laughs> maybe they did. Well, uh, the, the would-be robbers headed out of town really quick and were pursued by a posse of angry Medicine Lodge men. That's men from Medicine Lodge. I was going to say, that's another great name for a band. <laughs> well, the uh, posse quickly caught up with the would-be robbers, and they surrounded them, and, and Brown and his men surrendered. They were taken back to Medicine Lodge and placed in a jail. And shortly after that, Brown wrote a nice, touching letter to his wife where he professed his love for her and how he did everything for her, which isn't really a touching tribute, I think. That seems like a nice Kansas love story. I don't know. Yes. <laughs> well, the, um, in his letter, he also told her that she could sell anything of his, but she, he wanted her to keep the rifle. A lynch mob came that night and opened the doors of the jail, and Brown was shot as he tried to escape. His three friends were quickly captured and strung up at the nearest tree. The rifle did eventually return to Brown's widow, and she sort of followed his instructions. She didn't sell the rifle, but she didn't want to keep it, apparently, because she gave it away to some acquaintances. Great story, huh? Perfect. <laughs> well, if you look to your left, you'll see two dark command posters, and you want to head on over there and take a look. Desperado why don't you come to your senses? You've been out riding fences. 